Do you miss when music was about music and not about false nails, fake eyelashes, and a wig? Would you like to listen to something real? If the answer is yes, welcome to Just Music, a podcast that really cares about independent artists, the best music, and interviews without censorship. Podcasting from London, United Kingdom, the world's music business capital, and the city where Jack the Ripper was never carved. Here's Sarah Matthews to serve you. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Jazz Music. You are listening to the Healthy Junkies, a London-based psychedelic punk ranch band. And here I am with Nina Corson, the lead singer and front woman of the band. Uh, bon nuit, Nina. Ça va? Ça va? Eh, ça va, et toi? <laughs> ça va bien. Ouais. Uh, well, I know you are French. I don't know uh, which part you told me, but I forgot. Uh, Paris, near Paris. Yeah. What made you uh, come to London? Was the music just in? It's the music, yeah. I mean, I was doing acting drama school, you know, in France. But then I started being in a band. I loved it. There was not much going on in, in Paris in terms of scene, you know. So I uh, came to London and it was amazing. I met lots of uh, amazing people and uh, did a lot of gigs, lots of opportunities. Better than France. But now it's starting to move a bit in France, I've heard. I don't really know what's going on now because I'm not there. but. Yeah, but it's not the same as in the UK because it's not no, the same as in the UK. No, not, not the same. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, how old were you when you moved? I was, uh, I was 19 actually, yeah. yeah. Very young. Yeah. yeah, very young. Um, well, uh, I want to know if it was at that point when you started your music career? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, start, I had a band in high school when I was like 15, you know, uh, 16. And also, I always, I mean, I did some piano lessons when I was like about 14, for four years. And, you know, when I was even a little girl, when I was eight, nine, ten years old, I had that little synth with like little rhythm machine and stuff like that. And I used to record, you know, from an early age. So I guess I always had a, an ear, you know, for music and stuff. Yeah. And, and then later on, I kind of like... Uh, you know, got some singing lessons, piano lessons to try and understand it a bit better rather than just feel it, you know. And before uh, being the front woman of Healthy Yankees, uh, have you been uh, into other bands in London? Yeah, I mean, so my high school band was called the Blue Fairies. It was very kind of grungy and, you know, I, I still fond of that band. And then after that, I had a band called Altercation. Uh, I came with a French uh, friend of mine called Vincent, who is a guitarist in the band, and we both from Paris, both met in high school. We both came to London together and had this band going. Uh, but I haven't done anything with them for ages, because then I guess uh, 2008, Phil and I met, and then we started the Health Junkies, and uh, then that was that was my main thing, you know, after that. Uh, let me know about the next uh, album coming. Uh, actually next year yes yeah yeah so we got a new album coming up we don't know when yet we still got to finish the recordings uh we're planning to do that in january february march because we don't have gigs many gigs anyway 
and uh, yeah just like planning on finishing that off releasing it maybe september october 2023 do some videos for the singles you know because you, you've got to do all this promotion and everything so basically we, we only going to start gigging around May, but we're not going to gig for the first part of the year, so we can just, you know, do more creative stuff. Because when you're on the road, as you know, you know, it's, it's just a nightmare to uh, get anything sorted, you know, anything else. Like, uh, uh, who is making your music videos? Is uh... I mean, we've had a lot of people uh, over the years. We, we've had so many different people. Uh, you know, we had John Clay, who did some kind of girl video. Uh, we had Shogo Hino, who did about three of our videos. Uh, we had like Camille from Avoid, who did one of our videos. Uh, oh my God, you know, it's just like every time for a different video, it's it's different people. Or sometimes we, we, we go back to the same person. But it really depends who you meet at the time, who's maybe going to capture you know your vision what you want to do and stuff and uh so at the moment i've got a few ideas on people who could work with us on that you know but uh you know it's not nothing is planned yet we still don't know what single we're gonna do we still don't know which songs you know so okay and now that you mentioned uh, john clay and also some kind of girl uh yeah. you also sent me that track uh Today. So I, I want to know also because it's a kind of feminist and also very reivindicative. So I want to know about what inspired you to make uh, your lyrics in general and also about this track. Yeah, basically it's about this track is about uh, harassment and bullying, you know, in the workplace mm -hmm. for women, you know, because I experienced it, my mom experienced it. And, and me I too. Got... That's why I was especially interested on yeah. that because I also write really like lyrics about misogynist and also racism and all of this because I have been going through the same so that's why I was particularly interested on in that because I think it's brave and not many people uh, use music to do that. So, of course, but I was inspired to do it also because now I think there's a wave of women you know on the scene mm -hmm. who are doing it and I think it's great if people are starting to speak out you know women are starting to speak out and I wanted to do my bit in it as well you know and uh, try and use my music and to try and express this so we can like inspire all the women to do the same maybe and also remember always that no matter how low it can make you feel you know you can always bounce back and they're not gonna like destroy your life you know because the people who do that you know i believe in karma i think it's always gonna come back to them you know the way they treat people you know and uh, well i hope karma exists but sometimes it's not just uh, karma i, I know i mean yeah. it's simple i mean you know because i did a lot of little jobs when i arrived in london and, and it was impossible the way uh, especially with guys you know men uh yeah, the way they would the also they are not the same confident with the language they know you are foreign and all of this. yes that's exactly. why i particularly identify that's why i want to to you know, to know a bit about also your experience, because I, I found it particularly difficult. It's getting better through the years, but it's also like a barrier, and sometimes people use it against you because they know that, you know, uh, you don't have the same ability or you are not in touch with the law as you can be maybe in your country, especially when you are, for example, 19, because you came here with 19 years old, no? So. Exactly, they see you as a kind of like young and naive girl, and uh, they take advantage of that you know and sometimes just ask stuff from you like i used to work 
uh, extra hours not getting paid for it, that kind of thing. They used to give me so many shit for really little details here and there, you know, that they used to do it to all the girls. Some girls would come out of the office crying, you know, and it was like yeah. that every day. So yeah, and then and that would affect you, you know, you'd come home and you would never really uh, switch off from it. It's, you'd still be thinking about it and then it does something to you, you know, it, it really... Uh, affects you. Well, if you come home and you don't have a landlord that is creepy also. Yes. <laughs> one, of my, one of my tracks is, uh, is uh, called Landlord Cabron and it's about also that kind of thing. And later I have, uh, well, I was working at school and my students would tell me also that they have this kind of uh, landlords or situations like this. So it was not just not disconnecting from the job, but also not disconnecting from the household. So I found it particularly difficult and that's why I appreciate that there are people like you and strong and brave women that um, spoke about it and not just caring about, you know, looking good, oh, yeah. looking great or doing like uh, the typical pop song, radio friendly that everyone is going to buy, but being reivindicative as you are. And that's why I call you for my podcast and I didn't call any mm -hmm. other one, you know what well, I mean? thanks for having me, you know, and it's always great to give voice to women, you know, so exactly. thank you. So, so regarding this, uh, what are your uh, maybe musical references or women that you also admire uh, within the music industry that you think uh, they stand up for their rights and they also express themselves themselves in, in this way? I mean, obviously, like my first uh, woman would be Courtney Love when I was uh, when I was a teenager. I also love her. <laughs> Absolutely loved her. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, she's got balls. And she actually inspired me when I first saw her live. I just on TV, I thought, oh my God, you know, I, I want to do this. I can do this. And, and see, see how misogynist society blaming Kurnilov about everything. Yes. You know what I mean? However, I see the opposite. She has been going through a lot. Yes. You know, and still, uh, well, you made me over. That's the answer to everything, to, you know, to all the bullshit of this society. I know, and I love also like just because you're a woman, you don't take me seriously kind of thing. But she doesn't give a shit. She's still gonna wear what she wanna wear, and she's still gonna be who she wanna be. Exactly. And yeah. I think she's a force of nature for sure. That woman, you know. And uh, okay. I really like Patti Smith as well. Patti Smith is yeah. another one that I, I really like because I love her books, her writing. Just kids, you know, the book is is amazing and. Uh, I just love her words. She's like a poet, you know, and also very engaged and a bit of a feminist as well for the time, you know, and so, so Patty Smith is probably with, uh, my other one. Any other ones that came to your head? Just this morning, uh, I was uh, listening to James Joplin, for example, also. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know, like, yeah, I love Steve Manson, Garbage? Yeah. Yeah, garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to listen to garbage as well a lot. Uh, I mean, I like Queen Adrina, you know, from from the nineties. Daisy Chain. So she she was really good as well. Katie Jane, very inspiring. And uh, you know, Blondie, Debbie Harry, obviously. She's like yeah. rocking it. And Susie and the Banshee. You know, I love Susie Sue too. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, and okay. the slits, the slits. You know, Viva Albertine and. Yeah, I mean, great, great inspiration. And now, you know, now I think it's coming back. Like I said, there's a lot of women on the scene. and it's I think it's necessary because society is like yeah. going backwards despite if we have all of these movements, but later at the end of the day, you know, uh, how society and uh, how institutions work sometimes, uh, yeah. 
you don't really feel protected. So I think it's necessary to reivindicate in other in other ways and at least I speak the truth. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, and be creative because it's the only way also to express ourselves and get you know true, true. get it out there. And regarding uh, new coming gigs, uh, maybe for uh, December, what are you planning? So, so we have a gig on the 9th of December at the Old Blue Last. Uh, it's for a new night called Bad Apple. Mm -hmm. uh, we playing with Moses, uh, Yuck. Velvetin, DJ Jonathan Fit first. There's quite a lot of. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it because I never played the old Rulers. We're more of a Camden band, like North London, whatever. And we've never actually played in the East. And I, I kind of fancy, you know, like trying out on all those venues because they're really good. Uh, we're doing another London gig after that on the 20th of December, which is going to be our last gig of the year at the Water Rats with uh, Sly the Smith and the Oblivion Kids. Which day have you mentioned? Which day? Uh, 20th, 20th of December. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna be here that day, but... As we're at, yeah, I mean, I actually did a song with uh, the band we're supporting on that night, Sly Dismissed, and I, you know, I, we, I did a cover uh, of the never-ending story with them. I mean, I, I, I did the backing vocal and, you know, I, mm -hmm. they did a video for the song and uh, I was in it, which is going to be released on the 25th of November. So that's going to be a good one to go to, the Wild Rats, because I'm going to be singing with them as well as my band, you know, so I'm going to yeah. do two sets, but quite a different thing. And then we've got some gig up north, uh, 10th of December, at uh, the Bridge Inn in Rotherham, and 12th of December, no, 11th of December in Harrogate at the end with Control Freak and Girls Like Us, which you should check out, um, because they're really, really cool as well. Cool band is, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, maybe I have to interview them also. Singers, yeah, yeah, control okay. freak. Check them out, yeah. So, thank you so much for the interview, Nina. Well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and I wish you the best. You and too. Hope to see you around in gigs, so hopefully playing together again one more time. Mm -hmm.